thought you were pausing to see no, if no, I no. wanted to play. I was trying to find an Indiana one. Crown Point. There you go. 27. South Bend 24. Next news update at 1.30 or whenever news breaks. I'm Steve Bertrand on 720 WGN. Yeah, here's the new Illinois State National Anthem. This is the state anthem. Dateline somewhere in Indiana. You guys are nothing if not entertaining over there, said Mitch Daniels, the Indiana governor. It's like living next door to the Simpsons here, you know, the dysfunctional family down the block. He said raising taxes on people who are struggling anyway is a very bad thing to do. Adding that to do so without creating jobs is particularly difficult. But we're rooting for Illinois, he said. We're all part of one region. Long term, it's not good for the Midwest. It's not good for America if Illinois and Michigan stay as inhospitable to growth as they are. This is from Fox News. No, Huffington Post. The idea of competing on state tax rates is hopelessly out of date, said Ed Morrison. He's an economic advisor to the Purdue Center for Regional Development. He said this worry about state income and corporate tax rates demonstrates that political leadership is actually out of step with what the global competitive realities are. He said that state tax rates really don't matter that much. But this on Fox News says Mitch Daniels for president in 2012. Mitch Daniels is emerging as the most promising Republican candidate to run for president in 2012. He embodies the civility that President Obama so eloquently embraced yesterday in Arizona. And secondly, he's got a proven track record of managing the kinds of fiscal problems that beset our nation. He might, as president, start us down the road of healing our collective wounds, political and financial. A powerful platform, platform says Liz Peake. That's at Fox. Governor Daniels joins us now on WGN. Mitch Daniels, John Williams, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, John. Wow, that's quite an introduction. Well, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself, uh, the first part, but then I did say it, I guess. So Go ahead and take that Simpsons thing back now. Well, I probably should. You know, I is <clears throat> meant affectionately, I, uh, uh, and I'm glad. Thank you very much for continuing the quote, as I, I did mean it when I say uh, we, we're rooting for you guys one way or another to get on top of your problems. But, you know, we're proud of Purdue University, but... It's been said there are some things so absurd that only an American academic could believe them. Oh, there you go again. Yeah, this, there you go again. This, well, but, you know, this fellow from Purdue has obviously been spending too much time or maybe all his time uh, on campus and not out in the real world. It is utterly preposterous to imagine that when you make it more expensive to hire people, um, fewer people will not be hired. It's just a... Um, basically a rule of mathematics, and that's why over here we work as hard as we can. We want it to be as affordable as possible to to hire people. And, uh, you know, it's not just tax rates. Uh, there's a whole lot of things government does that either makes it more or less expensive to, to do business, uh, uh, workers' comp and the way you regulate and whether you let people get abused in your courts and all those sort of things. But, uh, Wait a minute. Are we doing that too? Well, you know, you guys do have some reputation um, on the uh, tort, uh, on the runaway tort. Uh, Madison, Madison County, County yeah, down in yeah. Belleville over there. Well, okay, but now, see, this is the kind of friends who needs enemies conversation that I was afraid we were going to have. When all of this broke and Illinois' crisis reached to the point where we were actually going to tax ourselves that much, 
it was very interesting to me to see Wisconsin and Indiana, heck, Texas has signed up too, uh, to just start to crow about how bad we've got it and, hey, come on over here, come on over here. I understand competitiveness, but really I, I didn't think that that was how the game got so publicly played. Well, I hope we haven't been impolite. You know, it's not new. We've been prospecting in Illinois a long time. You guys are two-thirds more expensive when you roll it all together. Uh, uh, you're two-thirds more expensive already uh, per per job, and that's before these tax hikes. So we've we've welcomed a number of companies uh, uh, from Illinois, and uh, uh, I guess, uh, you know, we can't apologize for trying to do the best we can by yeah. our own uh, um, workers here. Um, we had in the a, end, I do think the competition tends to make everybody work a little harder. And I, I agree with that. A little no, better. Who could argue with that? Now, but we had a, I don't think he was an academic, but he was a think tank guy who's a nonpartisan and studies tax issues for states, for companies, for government, for who, anybody that wants to hire him, frankly. Anyway, he was on with us yesterday, and he said if we had Indiana's tax system, we'd have $11 billion more that when you total up all kinds of fees and taxes, and we're focusing here on the corporate and the personal income taxes, but if you take a look at all of the ways that states tax, Indiana and Wisconsin are in fact harder on the individual than Illinois. But we don't talk about that when we just talk about one or two taxes. Well, I'm sorry, but he's just in complete uh, denial, uh, and he's in complete con uh, contradiction of the of the, all the nonpartisan rankings. There are a lot of them. The tax foundation is the one people look at the most. They have us 10th and you guys 35th. Uh, on tax burden, uh, we're about 15th from the top, but you're uh, 14th from the highest. See, now that's funny so. because, like, here's a number that I heard also. And this is the problem when average citizens try and figure out, should we invade Afghanistan or or what's the right tax policy for right. a, a multi-trillion, billion-dollar state? Because, well, I don't know. I, I, can't buy, I, I didn't have a, a balanced checkbook myself when I was trying to keep a checkbook. But the point is this, that we're, we got all these numbers coming at us, and one of them is jobs creation. And I understand Illinois is 48th worst in job creation, but that it's not nearly so bad an individual tax burden, that while we may have increased our taxes now, Look, the sales tax in Wisconsin is higher than ours. There's a variety of other taxes on services that Indiana has that Illinois doesn't. So when you add them all together, it's not nearly as bad here as it is even in your state, Governor. Well, um, all I'm telling you is that the, the nation's recognized experts see a huge gap. You higher, we lower. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, property taxes is a good example. We now have the lowest in the country. Yours are, I, I've got it right in front of me. The average property tax burden on an Indiana house is 0.8%. It's 4.35, five times higher in Illinois. So um, let me put it this way. Um, we see a lot of folks moving from Illinois. I meet them all the time. I've heard from them lately, and, let me tell you. And uh, all I know is when they add up their own taxes, they don't have any doubt about which, which side of the line is lower. You know, it's funny because the thing that is offensive to me, though, about the Illinois situation is that, and if you were a business in Illinois, I would think you would want Illinois to pay its bills to you. Illinois contracts a lot of business from Illinois businesses. Yeah. So, so go get the money and pay these people because they are due that money. What advice would you have for our state if, if looking on the outside you were going to help us... Right, our ship. 
Well, you know, I don't make it my business to go around offering advice to other places. I just oh, come on. answer well, questions well, about how we do things here. Well, we'll you know, maybe screw it we up. That's a fair around, question. Flip it around and look from, from the spending side. Uh, we have, we have uh, kept spending here in Indiana over the last six years to less than 1% growth. We now have the third lowest spending per capita in the country. We've got the fewest state employees per capita of any state in the country. That's one. Re- that's the that's the way that you. Um, it's not hard to keep your taxes lower when you have not let your spending get out of control. And um, well, is it possible that there are fewer services that, in fact, Illinois uh, provides more and better than Indiana does? I'm just thinking here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe so, but uh, um, we we measure everything here. We know that our services are better than before. Uh, here's. If you go to an Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles license branch, we we know uh, we measure how long you're in there. The average visit time is under eight minutes last month. Mm-hmm. Are you going to run for president? Well, I haven't decided yes or no, but um, I'm not thinking that much about it at this minute because we've got a lot of on our plate in our state. We want to try to stay in the black, uh, not get in the in the fix that you folks are trying to solve over there yeah. and uh, that's you know that's and make some positive changes in education and other things so this that's steve, what i'm thinking this about. is steve bertrand in our newsroom governor daniels go ahead and take a minute then get back to us sorry steve i said if you want just take a minute to think about it then give us the oh. answer <laughs> well uh you know, I'll I mean, I mean, make a decision by and by. I promise you, you'll be the sixth or seventh. To know. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this question then, because a lot of the, a lot of the of people in your crop are watching Sarah Palin, and while they might be privately very leery of Sarah Palin, publicly they're careful not to say anything too bad about her. I mean, how would you assess her as a presidential candidate? No, let me ask it. Let me say it a different way. How would you assess her as a potential president? Well, I don't think we know. I mean, you'd have to see her tested in a in a full campaign. But uh, you know, I think she makes uh, a lot of sense on a lot of issues. I think she's become a target unfairly on some occasions, and and I'm uh, you know glad she's in the same party I'm in. No, I bet you're not. I think she makes it harder for you guys because on the one hand, you have to sort of respect her because she does seem to have some clout but it may be fairly narrow you just don't want to gamble on that you'd be able to be truer or make more sense if you didn't have to hold her baggage sometimes yeah. you know um, uh, years ago uh, I, I was in politics once before and I worked for Ronald Reagan and uh, he, pre- he preached the 11th commandment speak no ill of another republic and I've, I've, I've sort of extended it in the situation our country uh, has worked itself into now, I'd suggest and maybe even a twelfth in which we don't speak ill of, of anybody else, just uh, uh, try to, uh, each in our own way, uh, suggest a better way forward. Yeah. And uh, anybody who's trying to contribute to that, uh, I'm going to try to look on the best side of. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I think a lot of people are smartly saying that now. You know, in wake of Arizona, it's just time for all of us to take stock of how we talk. Well, it was true before that. I mean, in fact, this this kid in Arizona, you know, I used to be in the healthcare business. Uh, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I had schizophrenia diagnosed from almost the, the get-go. And you know, but but it, it doesn't make it any less true what you said. Um, the uh, we're going to have to get a very extraordinary agreement together in this country if we're going to do the kind of things you know you think Illinois got fiscal problems you know look at the United States and we're 
we are really hanging by a thread fiscally and in terms of the debt that's piled up and that that we're about to add to and we're going to need a very very broad agreement among people who may disagree about other things if we're going to make the changes necessary and so that's why i think that trying to uh, speak to everybody's better instincts disagree without uh, uh, trashing people personally uh, has never been more important governor mitch daniels in indiana i know you have a short schedule and i guess our time is up today but when you decide to declare your presidency, remember, you will hear it here 6th or 7th on yeah. WGN. <laughs> it's a promise. All right. Governor, thanks for your time today. Sure enough. He's Bye -bye. already making promises. <laughs> <laughs> and watch will be 8th. You know, a promise he can't keep. 6th or 7th. Ha! I'll hold him to that. <laughs> it's 121. This is WGN. Have you heard?